Summer break starts in Ottawa today with both the House of Commons and the Senate uh, wrapping up whatever business they can today, getting it uh, accomplished, and then that's it. And it's likely that we won't see the House of Commons sit again. If we do, um, well, we're all expecting an election, right? That's the anticipation, and it looks like things are definitely moving in that direction pretty rapidly. So um, whatever work doesn't get accomplished in the House or the Senate right now is likely to die on the table. But that doesn't mean that MPs weren't working hard this week to try and get uh, a few pretty controversial bills passed. One of them, of course, is Bill C-10 which is a bill that has caused a lot of discussion right across the country. It passed in the House of Commons in the early morning hours of Tuesday. I think it was about 1.30 our time when it finally passed. Uh, bill C-10 is the Act to Amend the Broadcasting Act in our country. It passed by a vote of 196 to 112 um, as the government works to wrap things up. Uh, we're going to get some insight on what's going on in the House right now with Rachel Harder, who is a Conservative MP from Lethbridge, and she is the digital government critic. She joins us now. Uh, Rachel, thank you for taking some time this morning. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, this particular bill, uh, of course, has been opposed by a lot of people, including your party, right from the start. Um, tell us why. What were your concerns with this? Absolutely. Right from the beginning, um, you know, our, our concern with this piece of legislation is the fact that it does censor the content that Canadians are able to post online and its accessibility to others to view. Um, and the way that it does that is it, it either bumps it up in the queue or knocks it down. So the government is going to determine whether content is found on page one or page 1001. And, uh, of course, that's a, that's a breach on our freedom and our ability to access information. Now, the government, of course, has claimed from the beginning that, no, 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 this bill just levels the playing field. It's dealing with, you know, big streaming services and big Internet um, streaming services and, and how they compete with Canadian broadcasters. It's not about your social media posts. So there was some discussion and some changes. Where did that end up? What's the language in the bill now? Yeah, so... Originally, there was protection in this piece of legislation for the content individuals post online, but that protection was removed in April, and that's really when things started to go south with regard to this piece of legislation. Conservatives, uh, you know, saw the flaw in that, and definitely every single time we want to make sure that we're going to bat on behalf of Canadians and the protection of their charter rights. And so we've we've done our best to do that, but ultimately, at the end of the day, as you already stated. This piece of legislation went through at about one thirty in the morning yeah. on Tuesday. Um, so where do we stand in terms of, as you say, um, the social media regulation is still there in, in, in some context, maybe even, because, I mean, there was talk about they could pull down your YouTube videos, they could remove, you know, your TikTok posts, things like that. That is not part of this bill anymore, Correct. So it's not so much that we're concerned about the government going in and taking content down, but it, it, you know, they will move it. So it could have been on page one because of your skill, your talent, your ability to organically generate an audience. And now the government is actually going to punish those successful YouTubers and move them back to page 56 or page 937, right? Because the government is ultimately going to determine what is Canadian enough to be prioritized. Yeah, basically that's what it comes down to is Canadian content, the thing we've had hanging around for a very long time in this country. Who determines, that's another aspect of this bill, who determines what is Canadian content, right? I mean, it, does it have to be produced in Canada? Does it have to be produced by a Canadian somewhere else? I mean, is it, was there any clarity added to that in the final reading? 
Yeah, and that's an excellent question as well. And it's one that I've asked both the Prime Minister and the Heritage Minister, and we really haven't been able to get to the bottom of. Um, currently, the definition that is used in order to determine whether or not something is called, is CanCon, which means Canadian content, uh, that, that ruler that is used, that measure that is used is completely arbitrary. You know, you have a video like Ultimate Gretzky. It's about Wayne Gretzky, a famous Canadian hockey player. It was filmed in Canada. It used Canadian music. It didn't make the cut. It doesn't, it does not get counted as Canadian content. So what hope does that give to young creatives that are coming up through this non-traditional broadcasting system who are able to generate, you know, an audience for themselves and, and garner support and earn a wage as well through their YouTube channels? You know, what hope does that able to This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Continue. Um, what do the big tech companies feel about this? Where, they, how, where do they stand on this bill? Were they joining you in opposition? Certainly we saw... A number of uh, the streaming companies speak out. We saw YouTube speak out. We saw Google speak out. Um, we saw TikTok speak out. Uh, and then there's been just a number of artists and representatives who have spoken out as well, in particular with regards to digital first artists. Yeah, um, yeah very concerned. Um, and, a, and a really interesting statement after this bill passed from the Liberals saying, hey, we've got another one in the chamber uh, that's going to be focusing on the internet and dealing with hate crimes and hate propaganda and hate speech. And if you think this one was controversial, just wait for the next one. What do you know about this, this hate uh, online bill that's coming? Yeah, I, again, I appreciate the question because I think we really need to be paying very uh, the Heritage Minister has said that more legislation is coming down the pipe, and he's indicated that this legislation will target what he's calling uh, harm speech. So not hate speech, harm speech is actually a term that he's making up himself. So hate speech is already protected against in the criminal code. Uh, so it's not that we force. Okay, we're, we're losing that line. I don't know if we can... Um if we can try and uh, maybe call her back, Sarah, I'm not sure, but that, that that's not working. I'll throw on hold and, and you guys try and sort that out. Um, yeah, the bill that we're, we're talking about, and it's pretty ominous language from the Liberals. They actually came out and said, hey, if you think this one was controversial, just wait till you see what we have coming next. It is a bill uh, that will be talking about um, hate or harm online harm and hate speech and propaganda and things like that. So we'll see exactly what the, the details are around that if we get to that point. Now, there is a pretty good opportunity that we may not see these bills pass because they have to get through the Senate and their business wraps up today. Okay, we're going to try and get Rachel back on here and see if it's any better. Um, hi, Rachel. Is the line a little better? Hi there, yeah. Oh, that sure. sounds fantastic. That's perfect. Okay. So, yeah, we don't know exactly what this new bill is going to look like, but like you said, we already have hate crime in place. And, and you know, bottom line for me, trying to regulate the Internet is, is uh, doesn't make sense. I mean, that's the whole point of the, it's going to be almost impossible to do, won't it? Absolutely. And I, I really appreciate you saying that because actually the broadcasting created originally for radio where you were dealing with a limited resource. Sure. So there's only a certain number of radio stations available. And so the government needed to step in and make sure, you know, that they were proportionately divvied out to different groups. 
when we're dealing with the internet, we're dealing with an infinite source. Yeah. So you can have as many websites as you possibly want, which means Canadians have equal opportunity to be represented in the platform. It doesn't need to be regulated. And it's almost impossible to regulate. Um, now, uh, as I was saying just before I brought you back on, there's a very good chance that these bills will never become law because they have to get through the Senate and their work wraps up today. And it's highly unlikely these bills will get um, get through the Senate today, correct? Very unlikely. Very unlikely. So we'll likely see these bills die on the table and then we'll head into election. One other bill that was passed that I want to ask you about while I have you on the air here is C6, um, the ban on conversion therapy in Canada. You were one of the Conservative MPs who voted against this bill. Um, What were your concerns about this? I mean, conversion therapy, your leader said there's no place for it. We oppose conversion therapy. And in fact, we'll bring in our own law to get rid of it after this one dies on the table. Why did you vote against the, the Liberal conversion therapy bill? For sure. I I appreciate the opportunity to clarify. I am emphatically against anything that would cause harm to an individual, 100%. And so I wanted to vote against conversion therapy. Um, This piece of legislation, however, needed further clarification in terms of protection for medical practitioners, as well as faith leaders, as well as parents. And so I made made my statement public. I posted a public letter showing the amendments that I wanted made in order to be able to support this legislation. Ultimately, at the end of the day, those amendments weren't taken by the government, um, which is sad because it could have been a strong piece of legislation. Unfortunately, it's not. And so I was, um, I needed to vote against it. They did have that distinction, though, that, you know, it was basically people who were profiting from it or forcing people. That that makes it pretty clear, doesn't it? No, they didn't make that distinction in the legislation. They made that distinction in the preamble and on their website. But it's not in the written bill itself. That's correct. And if Aaron O'Toole um, is elected leader, or if this bill returns um, and it says we will ban conversion therapy, you're, you're fully in support of that? Yes, 100%. Excellent. Okay. I really appreciate your time this morning, Rachel. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. That okay. is Rachel Harder, who's a Conservative MP from Lethbridge and the digital government critic.